All right, here we go. <laughs> hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Dave Cast. Um, I don't know if I have a guest. Do we want to call you a guest? No, no you're gonna no. not like a, you want to call you co-host. Want my co-host? No, that's just about, that's too much of a title. It's <laughs> <laughs> too much of a title. Yeah, yeah, that puts too much pressure on me. To be a co-host, like you don't want to be. You're not gonna be on everyone with me. So I can't be a co-host. Co-host, yeah, every yeah, single episode. I guess not necessarily. Brendan Schaub, like he does it all the time without Brian Callen now because Brian Callen ran off to go do. He's a spinoff of his own show from the Goldbergs or whatever. You ever heard of the Goldbergs? No. It's a show on NBC. It's like, I don't know. Never seen it either. But he's on it. He's a gym teacher on it. And he wears like those old school gym teacher shorts and whatever. Anyway, he, um, but he got his own spinoff for the show, supposedly. So he hasn't been on like the fighter and the kid as much. So he does it without him or he has like Will Sasso or somebody fills in. Crystalia. Well, just call me your partner. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. <laughs> no, so like a producer kind of thing. Like you always come up with really good ideas for me to stuff for me to talk about. Like after my podcast, you like I'll post it or whatever. I'll let you listen to it first sometimes. Like I let, I let you listen to them first before I post them sometimes, so like you can give me your feedback and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't do. I just post them now though. It's been a while since I had your. Input. Okay, you're okay. It's okay to say some of that stuff, but no, I wouldn't say this or that. Do I say things that are out of line? You don't always have a filter. <laughs> I don't want to have a filter. I want to be real. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want to get on here and, like, tell people how I feel about shit. That's what I do. My throat is so scratchy. So we're talking earlier about, like, like my whole life, if you think about it. Like, since I was, like, a kid, like, I, was, I wrestled. I was in sports. I was always active. And then I uh, joined the military right out of high school. And, like, the military is a pretty pretty fast-paced life like i've never really let myself get out of shape i've always done jujitsu the fighting aspect of shit and then then becoming a welder like 10 hour days on my feet all day like it makes you kind of hardened you know what i mean and like are you've always like just used to living at a faster pace and then <clears throat> my neck gets injured and i gotta like can't do anything for like six seven months like what did i do for those six seven months when I was sitting here, like I, mow, I would mow the lawn and do yard work and stuff still, but like I was still, I just. But it didn't, wasn't a ten-hour-a-day thing. No, not even close. But even though I've eased back into work, what I'm getting at is like just losing those seven months has like made me feel soft again, or I just get like super sore, super. The cat and the dog are fighting. Look at this. They're ridiculous. We got rid of all the kitties. We did. But anyway, no. But what I was getting at is like I've. I don't know, I feel like I was kind of hardened before being a, just a really active person and all of a sudden, six, seven months, like my body got out of shape, my mind got out of shape. Like I go to work and I don't ever remember my knees hurting that bad or my, like my lower back. Bailey! Let me the dog on here. I don't care. Well, I don't ever remember you going to bed at 8.30 p.m. on a nightly basis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worn out. Yeah. I really am, and I I do a lot of work during the day with those hoop cells things. Like Not only make, do you go to bed at eight thirty, you can't even make it through an entire episode of anything if we sit. On no, the I've made it through Shameless the last two nights. We didn't even finish last night's episode, did we? Yes, oh, we did. did. Yes, we did. I made it through. The distractions are ridiculous, right? Yeah. So we got rid of the kitties, right? Now Juno's boobs are full. Big square milky boobs. 
Is that what we're talking about? The cat's boobs. Oh, she looks. So her like kitties are gone, and she's still producing milk, and her boobs. What do you call it, cats? Her tits. Her teats. Her teats. Her teats. We'll call them her teats. Her teats are like full of milk, and there's no kitties to fucking feed off of her. So like. They're so Dave so, thought he should drain them. No, no, I did not. <laughs> you said should we? Should we? They hurt her right. They're so tight and so full of milk right now. It's got to be hurting her. They so have to bad. drain. If you keep milking them, it's just going to. I know. I know milk. how it works. She's hurting so bad right now. They are. They're like big squares. I know. They're like square boobs. They're like pecs on our kitty. <laughs> eight of them. Is there eight or six? That'd be a good time to count them. Why would we count our cats? I don't think we need to count our nipples. (laughs) That's weird. Why are we talking about this? I don't know, because that's what's going on. The dog over there drinking loud as shit. I think I need my own studio. Something. (laughs) Something. Uh, What else is new? Like you, what do you want to talk about? Stay away from politics. You got into politics a little. I did. I I regret that. I'm going to move my mic because it's loud. I shouldn't have got into it because... You're not I even like you're not even into it though. Like I'm not even all the way into it. There's too much. There's uh, just too much shit. I don't know what I'm talking about. And then when people argue with what I'm saying, I get upset, and I shouldn't get upset because I'm just putting a whole bunch of words down trying to sound smart, and I don't know what I'm talking about. So when I get on Facebook, and it's like I try to sometimes a lot of my shit is jokes. I joke a lot with a lot of the stuff I talk about, or I play devil's advocate a lot. Like we were talking about the black oppression stuff and what else was that? I posted that video about the NFL kneeling and stuff. We should argue about it on here. Do you want to argue about it? Not really. Neither. We, we don't even watch football. Me and you. Don't even give a fuck about football, do we? Nope. Could I don't care even less. think we watch the Super Bowl. I, I mean, I watch it for her, the half You want to go put her in her kennel? She's no. clicking around the house. It's She's ridiculous. She's been in all day. I don't give a shit. She's clicking all over the house. That's my fault for not clipping her nails enough. I'm just a bad person. Bailey, go lay down. Go lay down. She ain't listening. This is ridiculous. This is the worst podcast ever, isn't it? It's gonna be. <laughs> She's licking it. Are you serious? <laughs> Your back. <laughs> this is the most ridiculous podcast ever. It's even a podcast. Is this storm rolling in, isn't it? There is, yeah. I need to bring my flag in. Yeah. Here she comes. <laughs> oh, never mind. That's was... All right, so I don't know. Tell us your viewpoint on this kneeling and this uh, black oppression. And You want to hear my viewpoint on it? Yeah, yeah. I've already talked about it. I've talked about it a lot on my podcast. I talk about how when I first heard about it, it pissed me off. Like, I'm like, oh, dear, they kneel for my anthem and my flag. Like, I've been to war for that flag, and I know people who died for that flag, and blah, 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 right? So, yeah, I was, you're like, you're mad at first. Like, you're offended, or you're disrespected, or whatever, at the beginning, and then... A lot of people, I think, stay in that stage. I think they stay in that shock factor stage when they find out something, or they see something... And they just, there's this huge shock factor. Like I call it now, they get stuck in the offended stage. They're just offended. That's all they're going to do is just stay offended instead of taking a step back and saying, okay, okay, I get it. 
These guys are actually protesting something. They're actually doing it peacefully, not hurting anybody's feelings. Kneeling isn't a disrespectful position. Okay, let me ask something, though. Sure. Okay, and I don't know if this has any correlation or if I'm just, like, thinking that it's somehow related to it. But, okay, when you're in a courtroom and the judge enters the courtroom, everybody has to stand. They say, please rise, correct? Yes. So if a group of people all of a sudden, like they were in court... So if you don't rise, you get held in contempt. I don't know, but let's just say you don't. Let's just say it's a respect thing. And you, I see people not standing all the time in court. They just, or they are really slow about it, or they're just like, whatever. And the you said, no, used to bother me. People who leave their hat on. Right. Oh, but man. Anyways, I was like, want to smack someone's hat off their head. I'm just saying, like, you know, or even that, okay? So when the national anthem plays at any sporting event or any kind of performance or anything, you know, you go to a kid's football game or a kid's skating performance, they're going to play the national anthem. Everybody has to stand, and everybody takes their cap off of their head, right? Or any headwear that they have on. Yeah, so yeah. if people are going to try and say, okay, well, women's don't, women don't have the same rights that men do, and they're like, I'm not taking the hat off my head to in protest of this, but it's, I mean, it's a smaller group because it's a, like a hometown thing as opposed to... What is he to, protesting, though? What is he protesting, though? The guy who's leaving the hat on his head. Women's rights. He's protesting women's rights. I didn't rights. say him. I said them. Or the person. Oh, w- women can wear hats, okay? <laughs> okay, so let's say it's at the Olympics, right? Sure. Because that's something that's publicized, just like the NFL or whatever. So a bunch of women decide, we're, you know what, we're not going to take our hats off. Can you imagine the outrage if these women didn't take their hats off at the Olympics and that wouldn't be a, said, it wouldn't be a big deal at all. It would. People would be like, that's totally disrespectful. You're supposed no, to it wouldn't your- because there's no, there's no, they're not going to be able to divide men and women. Like we, there was a divide a long time ago and we became, men and women are pretty equal now, right? You would, you would agree. I would, but I also agree that most races are pretty equal right now too. For sure. But uh, let's just get this straight. I want to lay this out there so people know this. I really Are you about to say you're not a racist? Is that what white people say all the time? No. I'm just I was, kidding. <laughs> I was going to say, I really don't give a crap if people kneel or if they don't. But that doesn't matter much coming for me because I didn't serve for our country. There are a lot of people out there who did a lot of shit for our country and a lot of people who lost family members. And it, you know what? People can sit and say, oh, wow, wow, these people are crying. But it means a lot to them. Okay. But I don't care. I'm just, I'm just... I'm being the, the, I've been the fucking shot at before. I've seen shit blow up. I can get over somebody kneeling. I don't get it. Why don't allow yourself to get offended by something so petty? Right, but you have to understand that everybody's different than you. How is it different than me? I tear up when the fucking national anthem plays. I know, but people, I stand there and I stand at parade rest or whatever during it or whatever because right, I don't. But people get I've never really stuff. put my hand on my heart. I feel people like it's weird. Get over stuff differently than other people. Like I'm super emotional. It takes me a while to get over stuff, and there are people who. You know what? They maybe they survived, but they lost all their friends, or maybe they lost all their limbs, or maybe. But these guys kneeling aren't doing it to disrespect those people. Somebody said Cal and Kaepernick did like that was initially like. So well, maybe like, but that's an ex, where it's all stemming from. But an ex, but that ex, uh, so, Green, the ex Green Beret who played is the one that gave him that idea or whatever. I can't remember really the guy's name yeah, right yeah. now. So maybe. So how do we correlate? How do we correlate so, him kneeling with offending? With him offending veterans when a veteran told him to do it. Because maybe this Kitzpatrick or whatever okay. his name is. Nope. Shh. Interrupt King over there. 
maybe I think it's people, called the Dave cast, not the Robin cast. Maybe people associate because when that guy did it, it was disrespectful, right? He did it as a as a means of disrespect. And so people associate it with that now. So maybe they need to find a you think different Colin, way. You think Colin Kaepernick did it out of disrespect? You just said that, didn't you? I said somebody said he did, but I don't oh. understand how a veteran, a veteran who was a fucking special forces combat like a Green Beret. Like the dude went into the shit and seen shit. And that guy is the one that gave him the idea. Like, so how is, so if a veteran gave him the idea to do it, how is he disrespecting veterans by doing it? I don't think that would, that, would, that doesn't sound like his MO at all. His MO was, this is a giant platform. The NFL already doesn't like when people protest or wear stuff. You know that, right? The NFL cracks down on people all the time for trying to wear something on their uniform. The NFL just doesn't want to be involved with anything. They just want to play football, and that's it. That's the idea, right? I, haven't dive, I, haven't, I don't dive that much into it, so if the NFL has some weird political agenda that people talk about, I don't know. Have you ever heard that? No. Anyway... I don't honestly think I think he did it because it's a huge platform and everybody at first I even I even thought a lot of attention but I even thought it was a dumb platform at first I go okay you can't disrespect I I, this was my stance at one point I go you can't disrespect veterans and get them they're not going to give a shit about your point right Mm -hmm. you offend me so bad and so hard like you hurt my patriotic feelings so bad I can't even I don't give a shit about whatever I don't even care what your cause is like you start to say your cause and I go blah I don't want to hear it you disrespect my flag and my anthem, right? Mm-hmm. So, but no, I was like that at one point. But I stepped back and like, I do think black, like black people are killing black cops. People are black cops. Cops are killing black people at a more alarming rate than they are white people. Uh, I think do, they are. You do? Because about, I don't know, a week or two ago, you talked about how most of the No, black I said people- cops do kill white people too, right? Yeah. Like criminals or whatever you want to call them, like cops shoot white people too in the act of whatever. I see, and I have a hard time with this because I don't see people. I know this sounds keep talking like so cliche, but I don't see people as black or white. I just see people as people, and if people are doing something they're not supposed to be doing and they're getting shot at by a cop, I don't care what color you are. You know what I mean? No, that's a good way to think of it for real. But do you think about that with like every? Like, aspect of, like, immigration, things like that. Do you, like, think, oh, I don't care what a person does this or that. I think they're breaking the law coming across the border or... We love to use immigration as an example. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, in the negative terms of it or whatever. So, cops shooting people or whatever. It doesn't matter. So, you said it doesn't matter what color they are. If you break the law and you shot by cops... Well, it depends on what the... Obviously, depends on what you're doing. I know, I know. If it warrants them a shooting, like if another person pulls a gun on them and they shoot them, right? Or whatever. Um, I think cops do more good things than bad things. I just think the bad things are the only things put out on the internet, like a cop shooting. I've seen some. You've seen videos of cops shooting people when they shouldn't have, right? I'm sure. Have you not? Richie sends me them all the time, and they happen in Minneapolis. Yeah, a lot of like. Non like cops shouldn't have shot people type shit happened in Minneapolis like non warranted shooting or whatever like he sent me one and the guy like didn't have a gun or anything and he was just running like the guy just kind of broke away and the guy just unloads on him completely and it's like that happens I mean there's bad with any any occupation any whatever there's bad cops and it sucks but I think there's more good cops than there are bad absolutely people love bad news people love people love to gossip people love to argue people love to 
um, try and make points by putting out stuff that is bad, but they're never going to show the good stuff. So the good stuff that officers do far outweighs the bad, obviously, but that stuff never gets shown. So grab your phone and try to find statistics on like how many white people are shot by cops, how many black people are shot by cops. That's what a producer would do on the show, right? Oh, You're the one that's going to fact check it. for me? I'm on it. I can't fact check. I get too distracted. Yeah, okay. Um, there was something I was going to say off of that. What, what were you talking about before that? About your whole I don't see color. I see if you break the law, oh. you get in trouble. I don't know. I about don't know. what? I, I don't remember. You were talking about like... Um, it's the worst podcast ever. But. Just whatever. Go on to your next thing. I'm gonna look. What do you want me to talk about? What could Dave talk about right now that'd be interesting? Well, I don't know. I'm gonna be looking up. Do I tell stories about myself? Is that starting to sound conceding? Like I'm conceited. I'm just saying. I'm looking up statistics on how many black people versus how many white people get shot by cops. So you should probably stick on the same subject. But I like the kneeling thing. Want me to continue with my kneeling? Okay. So here's what I was gonna say. The thing is, is like I said, people love bad news and they're going to put that stuff out there. But that's that's why people start cop hating and that's why people start, I think, they get more aggressive towards police officers because they've seen all these videos and they're like, fuck that, fuck them, they did this and they did this. And well, have you seen what they also did when your daughter was getting beat up by some guy and they went in and they saved her or your whatever, you know, I mean... Think of all the domestic assaults that they respond to or accidents that they go in. They're first responders and they save lives. And that stuff doesn't get publicized as much as it should. For sure. I agree with you completely. It's terrible, like all the negativity. Like everything is negative on there. Everything is like to push some weird agenda, right? So there's this thing going around about that illegal immigrant killed that woman recently. Everybody's using her as like her death as like some weird political push which i think is ridiculous Who's have you that? not seen any of those some white chick got killed by an illegal immigrant and everybody's like oh, oh in we're... iowa was it in iowa yeah a lot of people die every day a lot of you know what i mean so i'm sure illegal immigrants have killed people before i'm sure like normal citizens kill people too right for sure so that's what I'm saying is all it is is like, oh, yes, we get to use this as a political agenda. Like Nobody seems to give a crap that this girl died. They're her, saying people, we shouldn't allow illegal immigrants. Build the wall. The illegal immigrants, wall. yeah, yeah. If illegal immigrants come in, they're going to murder our innocent white women. And the thing is, is I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't like, I don't, I don't I don't like that they use someone's death as like a Absolutely, push. that aspect. But there are a lot of illegal immigrants that come here to make a living. And they are hard workers and they'll work for minimum wage which a lot of people that live here won't even do. So we're going to kick them out of the country because they're here to try and make a better life? Because you could look at any kind of... Um, I know, but those people can stay. Those people are fine with me. But, like, you know, if you murder somebody, I guess, you know, you're a murderer no matter what. Obviously, but there's going to be white people that murder people. There's going to be black people that murder Yeah, yeah, people. that's what there's I said. Be- I, I just said that. I go, um, citizens of the United States kill people every day, too. You know what I mean? Some innocent white woman's being murdered right now as we speak somewhere, probably. So, but what I'm getting at is, I don't even know what I'm getting at anymore. This is ridiculous. Okay, so I don't know how accurate Snopes is. is I guess, I mean, I don't know. They say that's like the one that they, that Snopes is the debunking website or whatever. So it's a good, 
Just try it, yeah. Here's the thing okay, is like so- anytime you bring like before before you say it, like I'm gonna tell you this, like anytime you bring up statistics in anything, everybody's like, Well, the government comes up with those statistics or this company came up with these statistics and everybody has an agenda so they fudge the numbers and blah blah blah. So anytime you try to bring up statistics in an argument, you're like, Oh, well the FBI came up with those statistics and guess what? The FBI is racist or the FBI is part of the black oppression, blah 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 blah. Go ahead. Right. Well, and that's the problem with politics in general is that everything is based off of, quote, statistics or, you know, this is what CNN says, but it's completely different. But who's statistics? Like, who are they asking? You know what I mean? Nobody came and asked my opinion on anything. Well, and I mean, they're using numbers. They're not asking opinions. <laughs> but usually statistics are numbers that they calculate from reports Real quick, and things like that. Don't insult me on my podcast. Okay. Don't insult my intelligence on your right? supposed to make me sound smarter. Okay, so this is what it says. (sighs) I'm just playing. What's true? In absolute numbers, more white people than black people are killed in police shootings. And then in parentheses it says, because white people outnumber black people in America. What's false? Overall, black Americans are several times more likely to be killed in police shootings than white Americans are. So I, I think it's just, it's pretty equal. I mean, I don't know the numbers. It's just telling me what's true. But per capita, so... You worked at the jail for a long time. We didn't really talk about that last time, did we? You don't want to talk about Not that. Really. You worked I mean, there that I don't much. care. I know you don't get it. You don't care. But so I've noticed something here when really bad crimes happen in Grand Forks, right? Mm-hmm. A, a very small percentage of the population in Grand Forks is like minority or black, like black, right? Yes. But when a murder, like in Grand Forks, we don't ever get, you don't see murders very often. That lady killed her kids and herself was tragic. Like we don't get that stuff very often, right? Big cities, that shit happens every day, all day. We don't see it here. Well, when, when, when it does happen, it's some sort, it's usually a minority that does it. Like that black guy killed that guy and that dude in the apartments or whatever. Shaw, Delvin Shaw. Okay. But that woman was white they killed our kids in that yeah. that's what white people do though how often do you ever hear of like a murder suicide with other people it's all oh, that's a white person thing for sure like the mass shooter thing always a white dude always that's true that's right weird that's true though I mean, white I people guess. are crazy yeah Oops. <laughs> i'm gonna murder the dog with their nails it's, it's my fault Fine, go lay down. Okay, so anyways, you're saying... Lay down. The minority thing, you say that there's not a lot of minorities in Grand Forks, right? Right. I don't know. You're not right. There's not. It's a very, very white city. Grand Forks is very white. Agree? Uh... Yes. There's a lot, I know there's like this, there's a Somalian population that recently showed up with a Lutheran church brought... Native Americans. Yeah, yeah, and there's a lot of natives as well. Yeah. But I didn't want. I was gonna say that earlier too. But like I've seen when bad crimes happen, or not even necessarily in Grand Forks, but around the state, is done by. It's usually it's done by Native Americans a lot too. I don't know. I think weird. it's a pretty good mix for what the population that we have. It's a That's not good mix. so. You can't say it's a good mix then. If the population is over eighty percent white, right? But yet it's an equal mix of everybody doing the same thing. So. So I'm trying to speak statistically, right? So if black people make up less than whatever, a couple percentage of the population, yet they do the exact same number of heinous crimes that white people do. No, I, I am. I am doing it as in, 
like how many people there are in you know getting committing the crimes versus how many of them there are do we know what we're talking about at all yeah i do (laughs) i think i mean i get kind of confused this is why i don't do politics i don't know i don't i don't really care i get it like i don't know should should we care though that's my big stance now is like, okay, everybody was political. Everybody wasn't political. Nobody wants to talk politics. You don't really get into it too much. A few older guys will get into politics. My grandpa Tyne loves politics. But you can get into them with people. Larry, we can get in, you, know, you can get into politics with Larry. And I love talking politics with Larry. And he's going to be on my podcast someday for sure. But what I'm getting at is a lot of people didn't, don't really care. They're, they were blind to politics or they didn't, just don't want to hear it. We don't want to hear it, blah, blah, blah. I think blah. a lot of people actually are very political they just keep their views to themselves because it causes so much chaos in the workplace like people hate talking about politics in the in the workplace because it creates tension within the workplace families families hate get togethers a lot of times because the political aspect of it and then don't you don't you think no what do you mean you think people's they argue people don't like it i've heard that before like Like, i'm not talking about a leftist brother Fuck my left. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I don't well, know. we don't necessarily have to do it like we're from, you know, Hickville. But for real, like I've heard people say that they hate going to see their family because things get so Don't political. hate on my accents. They get so political and the families sit and argue and it causes tension and people start drinking and then people start fighting. And then, like, it's not even fun for anybody. Where have I ever went that I don't get along with everybody? Ever. Some days you come home and you don't get along. With you? Are you talking about with you? I get along with you all the time. You're the one that doesn't get along with me. Yeah, this is a joke, though. What is? I, I don't know. But anyways, I I think that it's hard for people to really follow politics because it's constantly changing. And it really is. It boils down to, and I've said this before, it's people wanting to be right and people wanting to be wrong. And they'll use any platform they can to be right, such as you said this girl got killed. And instead of focusing on her life and and things like that, people are putting it out there as, hey, look, an illegal immigrant did this, so let's get them out of here. Okay, but the left does the same exact thing with school shootings, with guns. Well, there was a mass shooting. Now the guns got to go. Now you're talking about, you know, you're, you're worried about guns right now when like hundreds of people were shot in Vegas or whatever. Like really, like we got to bring guns into it now. So it's just, it's always, there's always a political side of it. And maybe it's because I was not... I really didn't care. Like, I didn't even have thoughts about it. Like, I was like, ow, oh, the president's that guy. Pfft, you know, it's whoever it is. You know, and they're going to do the same political bullshit they always do. Right? Mm-hmm. They're going to get up there. They're going to try to make both sides happy or whatever they do. Right? I liked Obama. Like, I feel like I'm programmed to like all my presidents. I, it's kind of how it was. When you were in the military, you didn't get to talk shit about your president. Your boss. Yeah, yeah. That was my boss. I met Obama. Yeah. Talked about it. Okay, but now that I'm diving into it a little more, looking into politics and stuff, like, I don't know where I was going with it. But even you, because politics are so all over the place, and you hear one thing, and you get, like, really into it, and you're like, yeah, this is totally accurate. But, like, then, yes, I start I di- but then I dive into it, and I have an open mind about it, right, and, and I change my hear, mind a little exactly, bit. Exactly, and that's the problem. But it's okay to change my it, mind. It a is. lot of people don't, though. It's, it is okay to change your mind. That's what I was getting at, though. It's political, my drink. Having a drink. We never drink. It's kind of fun. It's a little loose. It's a little talkative. (laughs) 
Why do you always you, look at me like I'm so dumb? Because I'm looking at you because I know you forgot what you were talking about again. No, you, I don't. I did not. Oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about? Go for it. I'm talking about because Donald Trump is our fucking president. That dude got elected. How did Donald Trump get elected, right? So now we need to start... People should be more political now than ever. People should realize, like, okay, something isn't right with our electoral process, like how we elect our president. Should one fucking person even be in charge? Have you ever heard of, like, maybe they need to get a council of eight really, really smart, logical people, and believe it or not, you probably got to throw some sort of religious person in there. Isn't that... I mean, I don't don't know. I'm going to... I'm going to say it again. I'm not political. I don't understand politics. And a lot of times I talk out of my ass. So, Me too. That's I, all this is, is me talking out of my ass. But like, I'm just, so I'm just like, telling you how I feel. What, what is the house or his cabinet or whatever? Like, I didn't do good in government class. I'm just going to say that. I don't understand it. But isn't that like a group of people that get together and they like enforce stuff? And he is kind of like Yeah, the but that's his cabinet. So like, you see on like Facebook and stuff, like he's always like, he'll like get a new Facebook Supreme Judge. Accurate. <laughs> for real though but like he always like people are always judging him on the people he picked remember he started picking people at the beginning who were going to be his cabinet and they're like oh man that's just another business guy that's going to oh, try to make money oh they get to pick their cabinet yeah he picks his advisors and all that why stuff why don't people apply why doesn't that have to be a voting process too that it should be who's voted into the cabinet because he's a president he gets to pick who advises him well then that's dumb the, the Congress and the Senate are there to keep him in check. The House. I, uh, I just, I don't understand. Me neither. I don't even know what I'm talking about right now. All right, let's move on. We should have paid politics. more attention in social studies. Was that what it was? Social studies? We talked American about American government, right? We didn't, I didn't, I had social studies. That's because you're from no. South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> Who talks like that? You sometimes. You should do accents. No. All right. Moving on. No more politics. Well, go ahead, producer. What are we going to talk about? Oh, I have to come up with the ideas? Not necessarily. Like, I just don't even know what else there is. Like, um, we can talk about me getting over my cold. That sounds entertaining. I know, but people, maybe people are curious. Does Dave still have his chest cold? And I still actually, finally, today, it's still there, but, like, it's almost gone. Went to the doctor about it. They said it was just a chest cold. I hate when you go to the doctor and you're like, I know this is more than the common cold. And you go there and they're just like, you have the common cold or whatever. It's going to go away in a couple of days. Drink water. You know why? Because if you stub your toe and you look up your symptoms online, you're dying or you, you. have cancer. You do that shit I all do. the time. I always think there's something wrong with me. And then I go in and it's absolutely nothing. It takes a lot for me to go to the doctor. But it was a really wet cough for like over a fucking week and a half. Like I'm ready. I was just like, all right, I'm going to go. VA's free anyway. Blah, 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 blah. Autumn, quit walking around with the dog. Her nails click all over and it drives me crazy. Go put her in the kennel. She ain't going to go in there though. Yeah, I don't know. We went 30 minutes. It's ridiculous. We didn't talk about anything new like we ever talk about. It's just us rambling. Yeah, I got nothing else though. What could you, you get me going a new on? Fanny pack. That's pretty cool. That is awesome. I appreciate it. I'm bringing the fanny pack back for around here. So people joke about the Joe Rogan stuff. Did I ever talk about the pop filters? Did I ever mention how he was on his podcast? He was making fun of people who use pop filters. They say they're pretentious, like artists, like singers. Put them in front of their mic just because it looks cool. Yeah, yeah, I remember you talking about that. I think it helps, though. Yeah, yeah. It's, it sounds way different than when you don't have it on. Yeah, so fuck Joe Rogan's take on pop filters. But you don't really mean that. Not at all. 
But people joke. People joke like I. I even joke about myself. I'm hitting the mic myself. People joke about. Like I joked, I make jokes myself about being a Joe Rogan dick writer, right? That's not really a joke either. You are. I am. Uh, totally. Of course I am. Yeah. But he's super successful. He's like the best podcaster ever. He's like the best, most successful podcast in the world. And you've got a major man crush on him. That's but no. <laughs> I'm done talking to you. You're not my. You're fired. You're not my producer anymore. I need to find a new producer. Okay, go. Go what? With whatever you're saying. I interrupted you. I'm not talking to you anymore. No. What was I talking about? Joe Rogan and he's yes. super successful. And- Why would you not? Like if you're a basketball player, you, know, you look up to LeBron or Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen. I like Scottie Pippen. You know why? Because everybody liked Michael Jordan and I wanted to be different. I'm you know like, who I'm gonna I like used Pippen. to like? Muggsy Bogues. <laughs> I did him? too. Of course. You're talking to like the Hornets? shortest guy. You're talking to like one of the shortest guys ever. Like he played for the I Charlotte love Hornets, short. Right? Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure he did. That's old school. Remember when we used to wear those starter jackets? I think he could dunk too. Did you ever wear a starter jacket? No, I was poor. I didn't get a starter jacket. I remember the first one I ever got. It was when I was in New Orleans with my parents, and it was a New Orleans Saints. And I didn't care about football, and I didn't care about the Saints, but I was so stoked. To get a starter jacket because I was going to be one of the cool kids, you know? Never got one. I think I got a knockoff one that wasn't a starter jacket, but it had the pocket in the front. I got a Christmas present were... idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a starter jacket. You can bring and it then, back. And then the craziest part about it is, is everybody liked the Vikings. And growing up, I was like, purple is lame. I don't want to say gay because you don't, I don't like that's condescending to say now. Yeah. But. It, purple was gay. I mean, I didn't want to have the. I didn't want to wear purple, so I lied to everyone. And I told them my my favorite team was the Miami Dolphins, and my were they let, orange and blue? They were like a cool like teal color and oh. orange. I had Zubas and everything. Like people were buying me like football helmets, like whole outfits of the Dolphins because I told them I was like I like the Dolphins. So, like, you mean your family for presents and stuff? Yeah, yeah, my aunts and whoever would get me presents, they would get me Miami Dolphins stuff. You never even watched them play one game, did you? Probably not. I like Dan Marino and stuff. I'd collect his ball cards. What's ball cards. On, uh, what's that Jim Ace Ventura. Yeah. I thought about that today while I was at work. Is that weird? About Listen, the movie? so, no, like, so, like, Rogan, let's talk about Rogan a little. Rogan's on his podcast right now. I told you how he has the writer. I can't think of the dude's name. It's a crazy name. He has the writer. Uh, he wrote Fight Club. That movie Choke. He wrote a bunch of stuff. And the, he like writes books and movies. And he does, he's talking about he does all these stories. Well, he was talking about the way he writes sometimes and stuff. And he says, when you get to the point, the mundane point in your day where you're like doing something that's like my job, like something that's super repetitive and you're just doing, you're going through the motions and you let your mind wander. When you start thinking about whatever you start thinking about when your mind is wandering, analyze it. Like think about why did you think about that? Like I was sitting here, why did I just randomly start thinking about helicopters? You know what I mean? Like why would I think about that? So you're wondering why you were thinking about Dan Marino and Ace Ventura today? I have no idea. Why would, yeah, it just came it up. Just I thought about today. Head. It was the scene about they're both riding at the end and they got their heads out of the car and he's like, got any more of that gum? Because they're chewing gum because they both made out with a dude. Did you make out with a dude today or did you want some gum? Mm-mm. Neither of those. I didn't make out with a dude and I didn't want some gum. Oh. If I did make out with a dude, I'd probably want some gum. I don't know. Well, what would have made me think of that? 
you don't want to know half the shit that goes through my head. That's the thing. Is like, so I like podcasts. They can kind of keep, like, you can think about that. Like, while you're listening to it, you can think about what they're talking about rather than what goes on in my own fucking mind. That's scary. So, it's a pretty weird podcast. I like the fact, I like thinking about having you on every once, on more often. It helps. It's tough sitting here and just doing this shit solo. Just because you, what is exciting about our life right now? I can't. I haven't been able to go to the gym because of the cough. I want to mention that. Like any of the fighters, Roman, Roman, Dre, you guys. I don't even know if you listen to my podcast. You should, you little assholes. But if they do realize, like I've been sick and I stay out of the gym and I stay far away from the gym. Like I can't wait to get back to rolling. That's like one of my most excited things right now is like getting a chance to roll again and like just starting nice and easy. And the dogs crying. Oh, she misses us. Yeah, definitely should start back up on the gym Monday. Oh, I know. I'm yeah, but when you're sick, you can't go and touch no, people, and you no. get other. They got they all got fights coming up in September and stuff. Where at? The one in Walker. I'm gonna corner for those guys for sure. I'm. I'm. Some of them. I'm sure. Should probably figure out what weekend that is and like make sure I have the days off and juvie and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we don't really have anything else going on. Are you going to go to the fights with me? Yeah. Are you going to get super drunk? I'm not going to throw up <laughs> between my legs while I'm sitting at the chair. Stop now. You want to put that out there for everybody? You want that stuff out there? Uh, it was a bad night. It's okay. It you try to hang with Brandon drinking. Yeah, that was a bad idea. I never drink, so I can't keep up with him. I know. That's like, what tonight? Like, I've had a few drinks. I've had that, yeah, I had a couple of mixed drinks and then that red beer and feels good feel lucrative loose lucrative means money I'm not not lucrative whatsoever right now but thank you for everything you do for me I love you and I appreciate you I love you too is that weird I say that on here I don't know I just want the world to know shout out from the rooftops (laughs) why do I talk through my teeth why do I say it like that I don't know I love you so much anyway alright guys Um, you want to wrap it up should we wrap it up We've been going for almost 40 minutes. Okay, well, I'm just going to throw this out there, and this isn't like an advertisement or anything, but you like to do this. You like to throw things out there, but I just got done reading that book. Um, Yeah, talk about the book for a second. Girl, Wash Your Face um, by by Rachel Hollis. It is the most amazing book, Um, even if you feel like you're right on track with your life and you have gone after all your goals and you... I mean, I'm pretty sure I knew all the stuff she talked about, but for some reason when you read that book and you read her story and what she's been through, you're like, wow, this really makes sense. And maybe I haven't been doing everything that I'm capable of doing and I've been making excuses for myself. And I think the biggest thing that stuck in my head from that book that I took out of it was we lie to ourselves more than we lie to anybody else. So, for example, I always say i'm gonna wake up in the morning and i'm gonna go for a run before i no, get ready not. for work and and dave has gotten to the point that he just knows that i'm not and he doesn't even acknowledge it anymore i'm pretty sure because he just knows it's not gonna happen because is I'm that so- wrong of me though like should no. i be more motivating you would murder me if when i get when my alarm goes off at six if i were to wake you up you'd i be love pissed. to sleep i love to sleep but i hate sleep but hate and it. I even hate waking up when my alarm goes off and I hit snooze thirty times. They say not to do that, right? Me and Kelly were talking about that at work, and I told him, "Hey, man, don't hit snooze anymore." And he's like, "I've been hitting snooze, man. And no matter how hard it is, how much it sucks, when my alarm goes off, I 
pop up, at least sit off, at least throw your legs over to the side of the bed and sit there. Check oh. your phone and whatever you got to do. Like They say it, what do they say? It takes like, is it 21 days or 30 days till you adopt a new, if you keep doing the same thing all the time, then you adopt a new, it becomes normal or natural for you. So if I make myself get up every day to do this thing, pretty soon it's just going to be natural and it isn't going to be like so hard for me to get out of bed. They also say, what is it, the first 10 seconds? What do you, you sleep in your sweats, right? I love sleeping in my sweats, yeah. Anyway, well, no, so you roll out of bed the next, roll out of bed whenever I get up and go just go for a walk or a jog or yeah. just start with a walk, start with something small. I know it's so hard though because I'm just like, oh, my bed is so comfortable. And so like, should I be more motivating for you? Do you think it matters what I say? Should I like bump you in the morning? Like, hey, go get up and go run. No, I mean, I think the point of this is that you even know that I'm lying to myself. And that's what that book says is like you lie to yourself. I mean, you, and, and, the, and the thing that really made it click was it said if you had a friend who said, yeah, I'm going to meet you in the morning and we're going to go for a run. And then your friend didn't show up. You'd be fucking pissed. At your I used to have friends like that. I used to have friends who were like, we're going to lift weights in the morning before work. Right. So I drive all the way to the base i wake up at like 5.30 in the morning. I would try to like timing. I would take like uh, Jacked. Do you ever remember? Yeah. Jacked 3D or whatever it was yeah. called. And I would take it and I'd have to get in my, I'd take it at home. I'd get in the car and go. By the time I got to the base gym, I was ready. I was Jacked 3D. You know what I'm saying? Like ready to lift. Mm-hmm. But there was times, there was like times where I like, it would, I'd get caught up with something at the house before I left. And like halfway to base, it would like fucking kick in and you'd be in the car like, ready to rip the steering wheel off you're like this pre-workout is a shit like people your like friend wouldn't some people even get like pre-workout is good for some shit i think you get addicted to like the pre-workout you, so you, like it makes you have to go work you're supposed out. to go like 30 days on and 30 days off because you don't want your body to get used to it obviously. oh yeah like but, when you started when i used to start some of those pre-workouts like a half a scoop and you'd feel like the back of your head would explode. And then by the, but like a, a month or two later, then your next thing you know, you're doing like three or four scoops to but try I, to get the yeah. same fix. But it does work as in it gets you motivated. Like when I take pre-workout, like I'll take it at work sometimes. It's been a while. But before I go to the gym and I'm so excited to go to the gym by the time I get off work, instead of being like, oh, I just want to go home and, you know, whatever. Me I'll and Tuba be- used to take it before we go to PMA, like old, the Red River Gymnastics Gym PMA. We'd be sitting there doing the jumping jacks when you warm up. You remember all that shit? Mm-hmm. You do that, like we'd be warming up and look over and like, you take pre-workout? He's like, yeah, bro. I'm like, me too. And we'd be all jacked. It was the worst idea ever for cardio. Yeah, no. for cardio. Terrible. Because it pumps you check, more your Yeah, yeah, your heart. that organ and I, it's working your heart. Who do you think told you that? I learned that. I told you that. I taught you that. No one told me that. Mike Gorno, smart dude. Yeah. He's a so, fighter too. Anyways, we've really gotten off topic. I mean, not really, but the point being... You You're here talk- to keep me on topic. You, You're fired again. You were talking Twice. about how your friends would do that. You had plans to go to the gym and work out with them. And yeah, the motherfuckers, up, wouldn't, right? they, would never, they wouldn't show up. And so you'd get pissed at them, right? I mean, you'd still do Actually, your workout. It didn't really bother you. You know what? I didn't even get mad. I'd be like, you know what? You, you're lost, not mine or whatever. But, but you would kind of look at them like, uh, geez, you can't even get up and, and keep a plan. Or uh, I had a friend, Elroy, where we'd be all hanging out at uh, my buddy Mike's house, not Ortiz, Chloe, the other guy, the one Mike was just visiting or whatever. Anyway, they had this house, and it was pretty much a party house, right? Well, we would go there, and it'd be like... I'd call Elroy and I'd be like, Elroy, where are you at, dude? He's like, bro, I'm only like, I'm like two blocks away. I'm almost there. I got beer and stuff and I'll be there. I'm like two blocks away. He wouldn't show up. 
and you call him later, he wouldn't answer. And it was like, did you fucking get like abducted by aliens in the two blocks that you were like away from here? Like, he obviously was never two blocks away. He obviously just didn't want to come over. And like, he was two blocks away with beer and then went, oh, I got to turn around. Or yeah. He did it all the time, though. It wasn't like a one-time thing. And Elroy, I don't think Elroy listens to this. He was my boy. He's cool. But that was some weird shit. He wouldn't show up to that. Because I remember that, too, because me and him were lifting partners. We would go to the YMCA in Minot because we didn't feel like driving out to base to lift on our days off because we were off for three days straight. So we got memberships at the YMCA. We'd lift a lot. He'd stood me up a lot then, too. Same thing. I'd be at the gym. I'd be like, Elroy, at 6. We, we're meeting here at 6. Where are you? He's like, bro, bro, I'm like a block away. I'm in the car right now. Still wouldn't Never show. <laughs> no show, man. But that's the thing. Like, was that, He was at home still, and that was the excuse. He'd be like, oh, I'm in the car. I'm on my way. And then he just would decide not to come. That's the metaphor, though. You get that, right? Like, you watch your friend do it, and it's kind of like, what the hell, man? But you do it to yourself all the Not you, necessarily, but people do it to themselves all the time when they're like, I'm going to eat healthy, and then they don't. Like, you're letting yourself down. You don't want to let other people down, so why is it okay for you to let yourself down? You should be your number one priority. For real. Really? Yeah. I talk about this all the time. When I see people that are overweight, you know, not to fat shame or anything, or I see people overweight or treat their body bad, it's kind of like... That's your one and only thing, right? Your body. Like, if you can't treat your body right, how do you treat your own stuff? Like, how do you treat your home, your car, your other shit? Like, I feel like you should treat your body. Like, that should be your prized possession is your body. Mm-hmm. Healthy stuff you put in it. And I know it's not easy to always eat healthy. You know, and you know me. I love my snacks, too. I'm a fat kid deep down inside. I love candy. The candy. I love sugar. Yes. So good. But, I mean, in moderation, everything in moderation. And if you work out and you are keeping active and so plug in your book go back to it what is the name of it again um it is called girl wash your face by rachel hollis and she also has a podcast it's called rise and let's then look up an episode and listen we should, to it sometime. we should listen to it and but now i was actually going to tell you about this she has a podcast that she does with her husband and it's called rise together and it's actually like a relationship podcast Look at me and you here. I know. You don't like putting your shit out there, though. That's the thing. So I don't mind telling my whole life story out to everyone, but you, you're very private. Anyways, she's super... It's a super inspirational book. I actually have... Um, For men, of, women, both? It's it's geared towards women. I really do think men could read it. I think they can apply it to their life. Um, I actually have Autumn reading it right now. I think it's especially great for teenagers, tweenagers. What if Kelsey would read it? I, I asked Kelsey if she wanted to read it. I, I really think... I think everybody. You guys hear clicking and stuff. Our dog is running around, and her her nails are a little long right now. I think everybody needs to read it. I think it's great. Anyway, she's super motivational. She also goes around and does like um, retreats, or I don't know if you'd call them retreats, but they're like weekend getaways kind of things where it's a big group of women, and she sits and talks motivational stuff, and then people can participate. I guess I don't really know, but apparently she's coming to Minneapolis, and I. Dave's sister is the one that told me that she's coming to Minneapolis and how awesome would it be to go? I, I think it would be life-changing to go, to actually see that. To go what? She just does like a seminar? Like she'll do seminars? It's like kind of like stand a in front of you guys like and talk. Week- It's called like a weekend. Dude, I went to a Mary Kay seminar in Dallas. Did we ever ever talk about that? Mm-mm. Oh, with Kayla. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It's like a woman's empowering retreat. It was just it's pretty you crazy. Went? Yeah, I went. I went with her and then her friend... Um. Oh, that was her name. She was she was in the Air Force. She got out of the Air Force. She's still married to a guy that was in the Air Force. Um. Oh, I can't think of her name. But anyway, she rode down there with us. And we drove all the way to Dallas. 
So I proposed to her. In Dallas at the Mary Kay retreat? Huh? Yeah, during not during the retreat. It was a week-long retreat. Oh, my God. So, like, when we had a break, we were at, like, this really nice restaurant, and I had them bring it out. We don't want to talk. You don't want to talk about it? Yeah, I don't really want to hear about how you proposed to you. Really? You really care? It's Is it because I might still be in love with her? No, it's just kind of weird. I don't care. You can tell me anything about your exes and stuff. I don't really give a shit. Okay. I so, won you. I got you. You're right yeah. here. You're mine. So go on. You went to this retreat and it was super women motivation. Yeah, super women empowering and stuff. But I met women that made millions. They were millionaires off of Mary Kay. Like the women that drive the pink Cadillacs and stuff? Yeah, yeah. But you know yeah. all those women started in like the 70s and 80s. Like the women that made the money are like, I know what they say. It is a pyramid scheme in the end, right? Mary Kay is. Women, oh, Mary Kay women might be, they're not, nobody's listening. But anyway, they, it is a pyramid scheme in the end, but they're, they mar, their markdown is so much, like they're 50%. So if you buy $100 worth of Mary Kay and you're a dealer or whatever you are, dealer. That's funny. <laughs> what do you call it? A sales lady? Saleswoman? Yeah, I guess. You sell Mary Kay. Right. Like, they have a name for what they are. It's not like a saleswoman. You're Mary Kay consultant? Consultant. Yes. Like I'm so, a Scentsy consultant, so if you need sure. Scentsy. So they buy the makeup. They buy $200 worth of makeup and they get $400 worth, right? They, they spend $200 on $400 worth, right? So, they can, so if they buy $100 worth, they should be able to turn around and make a $100 profit. Mm-hmm. So the markdown is in that. Like they can actually make money. They got to hump it and they got to put in the work. They got to have those parties, other girls over, and then you try to get women underneath you. Right. That's yeah, what a pyramid scheme is. Exactly. So then you make money off of women underneath you. Well, that are selling. You like her money. boss was the lady out of Fargo. She drove a pink Cadillac and everything. She had the pink SUV Escalade, not Escalade, but the pink SUV one, like a crossover. And the lady would show her her paychecks, and she would make like sixteen thousand dollars a month. That's crazy. But, but you know when she started though, in like the eighties. And she met with some woman and started in the 80s and actually put work and time into it. So you can make money off of it, but at this point now, it's saturated. We're right. like those women that started and like when Mary Kay herself was your, was your consultant, you know what I'm saying? Right. They already yeah. have set clients and people aren't going to switch from somebody they've been purchasing from for so long. Podcasting right now is super duper saturated. Like everybody's, a lot of people do podcasts, mm-hmm. not around here per se. You know what? There's a lot of people out there who write books and there's a lot of people out there who do motivational speaking and and things like that. But I think this Rachel Hollis's story, she came from like a very small town in California and she was very much lived in a bubble and she kind of came out of it. And Where was she from? It's called like Weed Patch, California. It's like outside of Los Angeles. But she said like she was so sheltered in this life, she didn't even know different things existed. You know? I mean... It was just, and that's the way it is with everybody. You have to, you you have to want to put the work in and the time and things just don't happen at the snap of a finger. You have to work hard for it, and just, I don't know. It's just a super motivation. I was pretty book. like, it's, yeah, yeah, I get it. Like I was really sheltered growing up where I grew up. You're in a way you were sheltered here too, right? Everybody's sheltered in their own little way. Our culture just isn't as fun and exciting as other cultures. Anyways, definitely pick up that book or borrow it from somebody that you know that has it. Good plug. Yeah. Do you want to plug the septic guys? I thought about them on the ride home today. Big owls. They gave us a little bit of issue, but in the end, it ain't that bad of a deal. They did a good work. You think? Well, I'll decide once our grass grows. <laughs> right now we have... I don't know if we can blame that, though, because one, we, you need to, we should have been watering it way more than we did. 
You need to water brand new grass seed a lot. Like oh, no, I'm not blaming them that we don't have grass. That's going to happen. I'm just that saying- dirt they brought in was a little shady, too, though. The shit I've been finding in it, the big rocks and like the metal. I found more metal cable stuff in there hey, last night. This is night. good advertisement for them. You know, giving them a plug here like this, and you're talking about the shitty dirt they use. But that's what I'm trying to get at, right? I think they did a decent job. The backyard looks good. I watched them do a lot of that work, and they're very skilled at what they do. Um, They try to push you over a little on the phone. I don't know if that was because they thought they could tell a woman, whatever. It took them a long time to get out here and get at it. But once they did, besides the end, a little hiccup towards the end, but now I think the yard looks pretty decent. Yeah, it totally does. Looks way better than I thought it was going to look. So... We still got some ruts and some other shit to fix, but it ain't that bad. The grass is growing in all blotchy and spotty. But that's what happens when grass grows in. It never all grows at the same exact time, right? I don't know. Maybe. No, I think it's sort of supposed to all grow at the same time. It's whatever. One to get more water or more sunlight than others. I watered it one day and it was a little too hot out. I probably shouldn't have watered it. Old Dave at work told me if you water it when it's too hot out, like the sun's beating down on the dirt, and then you add water to it, he's like, it's like cooking rice. And after you cook the rice, it's not going to grow. And I go, touche. So I might have burnt some of that stuff anyway. But it ain't like we have good grass here anyway. Why do we even care? It's whatever. <laughs> Love you. All right, we done? Yeah. yeah. So is, are we gonna should we are we gonna start like a couples podcast? Is that what that is? I don't know. Let's get some feedback. If people want relationship advice. I don't know. I think that's kind of what they do. They talk about... You're talking more than I thought you would, though. I was. What am I hoping is eventually get to the point where like, you can just jump on every once in a while and like, throw me an idea to talk about or something and get me going, and then you don't have to necessarily sit here like me and my rants. I think yeah. people like my rants, though, right? Yeah, for sure. But I think sometimes you... Yeah, you, like tonight you didn't necessarily have anything in particular you wanted to talk about, so it worked to have some... But I just want to get podcasts out there, though. Right. Sounds dumb. Like Even if people listen to this and go, they just ranted back and forth all dumb and, like, or whatever... Whether you like it or not, we don't care, right? That's not my deal. Mm-hmm. But I think it's content, though. Like, I'm going to keep putting episodes out there. That's the idea. I think that's a lot of the podcasts I watch, I've, I've listened to, or I've researched like newer people that try to start podcasts, and they get like eight to ten episodes, and they just stop. So I feel like, oh, I'm not getting the, I'm not getting the listeners I thought I would, or they just don't, I don't know, they're not good at it. That also let's talk about this book for a second because she also talks about that the first book she ever wrote she tried to show it to a whole bunch of publishers and people wanted to change it and they said well can we put stuff about sex in there if we can add stuff about sex in this book we'll we'll publish it and she's like well i don't want to change it like this is the way it is and she ended up publishing it on her own and it actually did really well but if she would have taken no for an answer or seen hey these people don't like my book i'm just giving up kind of like the podcast thing okay well oh well people aren't listening or whatever, I'm just going to give up. Well, you can't just give up. It's something you are passionate about. You don't just give up. You just keep going, even if people don't listen. The podcast? Yeah. I'm mad at myself deep down inside. Like, I need to get I need to get out there. Why does the dog just keep walking? She never stops moving. And I'm like, I feel like we're going to hear the clicking of her nails on this whole podcast. She has not stopped walking since we sit here and talk. Dog is driving me nuts. She's in her kennel. This was her full day in her kennel, wasn't it? For yesterday. Yesterday was, too, yeah. I feel bad for... In the kennel all day. Maybe I can get that fence up or something. But I want to do the deck thing too, so it's hard for me. I don't know. This is annoying. People don't want to hear this. So I'm going to close. Get it. Normally I do the close, the beginning and the closing. at the. I do them afterwards now and I add them in later. All right. But I don't know if I need to do that. I don't think we need an, I don't think I need to add one. Oh, or an intro, I mean. It just, we're just dragging this shit out. Thanks for having me.
<laughs> but you can be my producer and stuff. Like maybe I can do more like solo. I don't know. We'll see. I like having you on. I like having someone to conversate with. But what I was getting at, no. So I get mad at myself. Like I feel like I need to get out there. And like my buddy Lyle, like he's got some awesome stories. I bet he's got some cool, like he could get on here and me and him could have a great conversation. Probably have Chad, right? right. I, I want to have Shirley. I think Shirley would be great on here. I mean, you could talk about what she's going through right now. Right. I could talk to her about it. She definitely wants to be on here. Shout out to her, Shirley. I haven't seen you because I've been sick and I don't want to get you sick. You're dealing with your own shit, and you can't afford to get sick right now. So, love you. This podcast got weird. All right, you guys, hit me up. Uh, Dave's Podcast 1 at gmail.com. Dave's Podcast on Facebook. Funny Welder on Instagram and Twitter. And just Dave Helmbrecht on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed this. This is me and Robin hanging out, talking, um, picking our brains a little, getting her involved in politics. Love it. So, all right, guys, uh, thanks for listening. Really do appreciate it. Later.